It is Wednesday, my dudes. No, it's not. Specifically, well, well, (laughs) (laughs) uh, wow, this has gone so far off the rails. Um, It is Wednesday, if you're listening to this, the day it comes out, which I assume most people do. That could be wrong. Or if you listen to this immediately after it comes out and you're on the West Coast, there is a chance that it is not Wednesday. So uh, the asterisk has now been planted. It is Wednesday, my dudes, asterisk. And since it's Wednesday, it is time for another episode of Go Mode, a link to the past randomizer podcast. My name is Tim. I'm Danty. And I'm Herfie Durfee. So we're going to do things a little bit differently this time. Uh, We have a conversation that we're going to get into, but we think it's going to be pretty meaty. So we're going to save that for the after news portion of the podcast, kind of more like a pre-episode 100, actually, uh, where we do our news and then we have a conversation and then we wrap up. This is a throwback. It is a bit of a (laughs) throwback in terms of (laughs) template. That is correct. So uh, with that, we'll get into our news. There's not very much of it, which also helps. First thing we have up here is that the Racing Council leaders for Term 8 have been selected. So we have Dante returning in his leadership status, Amerith also returning as a leader, and newbie to the Leadership Council is Sir Linkalot to the to the leadership level of the Racing Council. So uh, congrats, Sir Linkalot. Looking forward to your stewardship. Um, yeah, I did notice so that, yeah, there was an announcement right away uh, that Sir Linkalot went ahead and took the initiative to author. And there was uh, a quick mention about a reminder of being nice to people before and after your races. And I wanted to see if, you know, if you whatever you can say is what you can say. But like, what was the reason for like, where did that even come from? Well, Auntie? there there was something brought to our attention that we, we addressed um, kind of internally and. Um, we, we just want people to remember that words have, uh, consequences, uh, you know, like, like we've learned here on the podcast sometimes. Mm -hmm. So just, just because, you know, how do I word this really well? You know, we talked about, I talked about at SGL, like when you, when you beat somebody, you don't want to like tear them down. Uh, or if they beat you, you don't want to tear them down because of the human element. And it was very like, proficient learning that at SGL, like even more so like hammering it home more. Uh, and uh, there were, there were some, some things that were brought to our attention and we discussed. So I think that we a good reminder every once in a while to be nice to each other is, uh, a, a good thing, you know, especially when tensions are high in, in certain scenarios. But, um, uh, but yeah, uh, you know, no, no, no bands, no, no, nothing like mm-hmm. that. So it's, it's no, no hot news. It's just, Make sure to to be nice to everybody. I think some people might think it's like uh, the old IRQ days where a chat would essentially just disappear if nobody thought to save it. But all of these race time chats are not only saved on the website, but indexed by Google. I uh, recently did a search Wait, for some kind of really. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I can't say 100 percent, but I did a search the other day for like a obscure random uh, ALTTPR tech. I can't even remember what, but the first option that came up was like people in chat being like, oh yeah, I did a blank, you know, the other day or in this <laughs> race that I just did. So like, yeah. So let, let, you know, think about that the next time you're chattering with your opponent before or after a mm-hmm. race. It's not just the two of you in there. It's potentially like the annals of history that are the man going is to be always watching. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 
And, uh, you know, I'm always thinking about future proofing my my uh, communications online or just making sure that they're going to be uh, future approved. I yeah, that's I that's crazy. That. Like if you yeah. Google a specific phrase from a race time room, it kind of shows up in some way, shape or form in Google that. Mm-hmm. OK, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. So uh, just keep that one in mind. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll go ahead and plus one the the statement from Sir Linkalot. Hopefully everybody out there is behaving themselves. And uh, really, the last thing that we have is wanted to give a very quick shout out and congratulations to Telethar for becoming the first official grand champion of the Kabukitational tournament, which has finally concluded. So GG's to that Telethar. Was, that was the one where Telethar would have to win two best of five series, I think, to reset the bracket. And then or was Telethar in the winner's bracket? I think Telethar was winner. Zelga would have had to have Hitsu. reset the bracket. It was Hitsu. Hitsu. Yes, yeah. thank okay. you. Oh, All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Okay. Either yeah. way, winning a best of five is always not the, the easiest thing to do. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, winning a whole tournament like that in that format is also not easy to do. So, yeah, huge congrats. That's that's pretty sick. Yeah. And according to the start.gg, Telethar went undefeated in brackets. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Pretty, pretty commanding uh, defeat there. So, yeah, congrats, GG, to Telethar and to uh, John Snew and the rest of the admins and mods. And uh, look forward to the, the next iteration of that tournament. Uh, okay, uh, let's do some quick GMP community updates. So the Glitched Mentor Tournament is into its final four. And I think actually once you listen to this episode, we might even have our top three. Uh, Rob J. Beasley and Dr. Earworm are at one side of that. Uh, I believe they're at least one game down, and I think they're planning the next one. And again, it will probably happen pretty soon. Uh, and then we have Gamachu and Muffins. And I peeked into the uh, scheduling thread there, uh, as I can do because I'm an admin. <laughs> and uh, they have planned to race uh, this coming Friday morning and afternoon. I'm not sure when game three would be if needed, but that is when those are scheduled. So if you're interested in checking these out, uh, that would be a really good time. I think Friday morning or afternoon Um, at the very least, a multicast, we might be able to get a restream going. Uh, And then, of course, the finals will be next week. We will certainly try to get a restream for those uh, as well. I don't see any problems in getting that done. Uh, and then we'll probably put out like a ping or maybe like a tweet or possibly both to let people know when that is going down. And then uh, we'll, we'll more than likely be sending out an invitation to have a have a conversation with this person and see what all they learned during their time in our tournament. Mm-hmm. So. So that is it for that. Uh, the biweekly seed, it was that V31.1. I started this one yesterday. I got about 30 minutes in and I realized that I was just not having any fun. And I, wow. I put the controller down and I stopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm sorry. It, yeah. Well, no, I don't think it was a particularly bad seed. I think I was just not in the right headspace to try to play this game. And I made, you know, two or three mistakes in a row and it just like kind of killed the fun for me. And I realized that like I was not smiling, <laughs> you know, I was not having Aww. a good time. And so I, I, uh, I just, I was like, you know what, I, I only get so much free time on a, on a weekend and I'm not going to spend it being frustrated at this game. So I put it down. Mm-hmm. A wise but, choice. Uh, yeah, hopefully others had fun with it. Let's take a quick look at the leaderboards and see how many folks gave V31.1 a try. I saw that uh, Synac was was giving us a shout out because he was happy to have all the new data to sift through of all the new people playing the, mm-hmm. the alpha that we're kind of signal boosting a little bit. So 
Uh, and actually, to that note, I think that at least one glitch was discovered by um, community member and glitch mentor tournament uh, participant High Ruler. Uh, I don't know if, I mean, not to say that, like, you know, we're going to claim that because they happen to post it in our Discord. Do I don't it. know. They probably claim posted it, it a lot of other places. <laughs> All right, fine. It's ours. No. I'm just um, but yeah, no, it, it's, I'm glad to see that, uh, you know, we were able to give people, uh, let people know that this was out there so they could try it and then report back mm-hmm. on it. So, um, yeah. And now, of course, we're at that time where once again, we need to come up with another bi-weekly seed mode. So what's it going to be gents? Any ideas? Hmm. I think it's time for a good old fashioned casual boots. Mm. Yeah, All right. Down. Those are always fun. I doubt anybody is going to complain that there's a casual boots seed. Um, some people may even talk about the mode even more again. So we can do that. And cause like, I don't know everybody, everybody loves casual boots. So, and we'll it's do it. good practice for the ladder invitational. That's true. Mm, topical mm-hmm. is what you're saying. That's what I'm mm-hmm. hearing. Excellent. Okay. I love it. All right. Yeah. We'll do a uh, casual boots. It's been a hot minute. Um, so yeah, that will be bi-weekly seed episode 120. Be on the lookout for it. All right. Well, that clears us up to get into our conversation. So let's go ahead and get it kicked off here. The genesis of this topic, it's something that hadn't really been at the top of my mind or the front of my mind in a while. But uh, some conversations we've had recently have kind of made me think about it again. And as I thought about it, it's something that has been on my mind since all the way back at the beginning of starting this podcast. So let's go back to August 2018 real quick. When I started this podcast, I knew that I wanted to reflect my love for the game and for the community in the podcast. And my thinking was that by bringing, you know, a positive energy and a positive attitude, I could do that. Um, What I kind of encountered was in having conversations about the game on the podcast with my co-hosts, you know, Herfie Durfee and at the time Axial, when we would start talking, I would notice that our conversations were not really coming across as positive as I had hoped that they would. And the when I would make an effort to be more positive, it almost sounded kind of like insincere. And, you know, I've had a lot of time to think about this now and reflect back on it. And I have some thoughts there. I don't necessarily want to info dump all of this right now. Maybe we'll come back to that. But, it, you know, I was reminded again of this and, you know, the approach that we have to different topics. And I just wanted to check in with all of you and with myself, really, just to get a gut check of like, are we too cynical? Do we actually like this game? Do we like this community? Are we happy to be participating? Or are we just like putting ourselves through misery for one reason or another? Do we actually not like this game? Because, you know, it might sound to some people based on the conversations we have and the way we talk about it, that we tend to point out more negatives than positives. And so I just wanted to stop and address this and I'll turn it over here to ask like, are we too cynical? Do we like this game? Do we like this community? What What do you guys think? I uh, who I, wants I, to start? <laughs> let, let me let me start by saying this. So, as a listener back in the axial era, we'll call it 
the axial arc. Um, I never really got from you guys that you were like not having fun. If that's kind of what you're getting at. Um, You know, I kind of felt like maybe, you know, I I never thought it bled through that maybe that editing episodes and posting them and having write-ups for them and timestamps and everything. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of work, you know, and that can get tiring after, you know, especially if it comes at an inconvenient time when life's throwing stuff at you. So I didn't ever expect you guys were just like bed of roses. Oh, we got a podcast. Everybody loves us. Like it was just, (laughs) you know, it was three guys talking about Brando. And that's kind of how I've always, uh, that's a very, my very short answer. That is, that's a very, uh, concise way of kind of how I view the three of us ta- doing it is it's three guys talking about rando for good or for bad as far as like our moods um, and our opinions but that that's that's a very short version I don't know if we get we, when we get more specific with this like uh, as this develops I can I can speak more yeah. on it yeah no that's a good opener Herf yeah I think uh, I, I mostly agree with what Dancy said of course I uh, I've never been just a listener I've always you know been a host as well at the very least mainly a host and less a listener I'd say um, but you know as you said we were talking about this before and I was wondering if you can maybe think of like one or two examples where you think we kind of put a negative spin on things or reacted more negatively or came off as more negative than you thought we should. Yeah. um, Unfortunately, I don't really have any concrete examples, but I definitely can, you know, I have vague memories of doing like room Mm walkthroughs and getting to maybe a room that was difficult and the, the approach to talking about it kind of being like, I hate this room. Like this room's so hard. Like this room really kills the momentum, you know, when you're going through the dungeon, Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to maybe like, I've got some really good tips that you guys are going to love for this room or this room. Like, ah, it gets me, man. Like, I just can't have like, you know, smiling through it kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, it would be like, oh, you know, we're getting beat down by this or we're having to endure this. And I I, I do want to say, I think part of that is not necessarily characters that we play, but I do think we all have a tendency to over exaggerate the negatives in rando since there is so much repetition when certain things come up and they come up again and again, mm-hmm. or when some weird thing comes up that's never come up before, you can't help but be a little bit frustrated, especially when you have invested like an hour and a half into the seed already. Mm-hmm. So I think part of it is us projecting that, but also, yeah, I mean, and I hope that helps. I wish I could, like I said, you know, like I said, give more specific examples, but right. that's the kind of, you know, approach that I mean, mm-hmm. at least in the beginning. I, yeah, I can kind of see where you're coming from, but like Dante said, I've never really felt like we were overly negative on things, except maybe, you know, a few exception on things where we had like very strong personal opinions about it or something that really like ticked us all off or made us all very happy. You know, it could be a positive experience as well. Uh, But I think most of the time, as Dante said, we were pretty, I I don't know, I don't want to call it neutral. That sounds like weird, but we were pretty like on the same level and on a very neutral level of just, you know, three dudes talking about rando and to the whole, you know, kind of cynical thing or maybe being a bit too negative or something. I think we might not be like the 
perfect three people to talk about right now, you know, mm. but it, we've done this for a while and we know our way around the community. And I think most of the stuff that we're like cynical about comes from a place of caring about the game and the community because, mm. you know, it's probably a weird excuse, but if we didn't care, we would probably be more indifferent than opinionated about it, be it a negative or positive opinion. Right. So I think at least for me, even if I'm like super railing against something or I'm, you know, not a fan of something, it comes from a place of care where I feel that it maybe makes the experience worse for some people. For me personally, you know, it might just be a personal opinion and I care about the game and the community and making it a fun thing. And that's why I'm so opinionated about it. I don't really think it comes from a place of us not caring anymore or not liking the game or the community anymore. There will always be ups and downs, you know, there will be community members that you don't get along with or there will be some other drama or there will be like a long drought of something or a main tournament decision that you don't agree with, whatever. There will always be stuff that you're not happy with. But I don't think that necessarily means you don't give a crap anymore, basically. So yeah. that's kind of my more general take on the whole thing. I know that I've definitely said before, you know, we wouldn't be doing this podcast if we didn't like the yeah. game in the community because it's a podcast about those two things. And mm -hmm. that would just be crazy, like to just come out here and, and just talk about something that we don't like and don't care about, you know, every two weeks for, mm -hmm. for an hour, hour and a half or whatever. So, um, yes, that's a, a very good point. Um, so the thing that I alluded to in my intro of, you know, one of my theories as to why things might go might have skewed a little bit more, you know, in a negative tone is that and one of the things I discovered starting out when I started the podcast, I had only been in the community for maybe like three to six months, if even that, you know, I was watching races um, about eight months prior, kind of at the you know beginning of 2018. Uh, but I still was felt very much like an outsider, like a newbie. I wasn't sure if I, if, you know, the people would want to listen or, or if they might you know, question my credentials or whatever. And I've, I've talked about that before. Uh, and I think what I kind of realized is when you come in with a ton of positivity, it can almost come off like you're naive, like naivete. And when you have harder opinions about something, it's like proof that you are well versed in the topic and in, you know, in what the conflict is. So by taking a hard stance, you have ingrained yourself in the community and within that, you know, you've taken a side in a, a complicated situation or, or, you know, something like that. So mm -hmm. I think that was part of it. And also, you know, not to say like, oh, I tried to be nice and you guys were mean. Like, that's not what I mean. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm talking yeah, about yeah. the overall tone that would come out from all three of us when I would listen to it, mm -hmm. um, you know, sounded different than I maybe meant for it to. Um, so thoughts on that? I want to I want to talk about some of those room walkthroughs. So what uh, as a newer player at that time, um, and granted, I was the I was the pompous idiot listening, going, I know more than you while you were talking. Uh, mm -hmm. But that that also made it interesting for me at the time because I was still learning the game and, and such. Uh, still, I am to a degree because uh, the meta is like ever shifting, it seems. Um, but, you know, all that joking aside, like. I felt when you guys were like, oh, this room, it made it more rela relatable mm. because most people, 
the, the struggles you would go through, like I want to say 99% of rando players at one point or another, or just link to the past players go through those same struggles. And it, it makes it a little more personable. If, if I, I compare it to like receiving bad news, like, or going into a, a, a going into like a meeting with your boss and he's about to rail you for like poor performance or something, but he's going to put this amazing positive spin (laughs) on it the whole time. Like, no, like I I need there to be some kind of like, listen, we've got to get this together. And and that's, that's how like, honestly, like I, I, I'm a little surprised that you felt that way about the, the, the walkthroughs. Now, granted, Mm -hmm. like, you guys and, and us now too, we're not professional podcasters. We don't, uh, it'd be great to have sponsors and make money. We don't like, that's not how it works. It's just out of pure fun um, at this point. But like, you know, I, I, I didn't think you guys were super great, but I didn't think you were bad at it. I thought you did a good job of being very relatable people. And that I don't know if other like other listeners through that era, you know, thought the same thing. Uh, but I, you know, I never thought you were cynical or negative the entire time. And I a smooth brain Dante over here. I actually Googled cynical just to make sure that I I knew the definition, but I wanted it. I wanted the like from the Oxford dick like Oxford definition here. So we've got what mm-hmm. be- believing that people are motivated purely by self-interest, distrustful of human sincerity or integrity and also concerned with ones only with one's uh, own interests and typically disregarding accepted or appropriate standards in order to achieve them. So, okay. Um, I feel God, I feel like everyone thinks I'm cynical then good Lord. Uh, <laughs> but you know, sometimes, sometimes you have to do things or say things like, with the right timing for one, but two, there's, there's an easy, in certain situations, there's always going to be like an easy path. That's the path of least resistance. And then sometimes there's where you're very convicted personally that this is the right thing, even though it's going to be a pain in the butt and it's going to meet a lot of resistance. Well, that's, that's the only time I ever really feel like I have to push like in any, in any like, administrative form like otherwise it's just kind of let people do like just let let it let it ride it's just for fun but you know if it feels like it's going to disrupt order and like we decide we have to do something whether it be here or there whatever then that's where i'm you know i guess i'm viewed as cynical sometimes i've never really thought of myself as cynical though Mm -hmm. i don't think of you as cynical either you know and that's also i think part of why so, so there's, there's a lot there. So to kind of back up a little bit. So when, when starting, right. So, so like I said, I had sort of an idea of what it would sound like. And then I realized it sounded a little bit different. I didn't try to change the way it sounded. I realized that this kind of new voice was probably more authentic. Like I said, whenever I would try to be positive, it kind of came across as fake. So, you know, we, what we, the end, the direction we ended up taking the podcast was a little more real, um, maybe a little less, you know, sunshine and more kind of the truth and the reality, especially when it comes to covering the community, because covering mm-hmm. the community is is people. And we've run into a lot of situations where we've had to try to decide, like, OK, how are we going to 
cover this. You know, we want to be respectful to everyone, even even people who have been accused of cheating. We've generally been pretty civil when discussing them, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, so we we are very careful in the way that we, um, you know, choose our words and, and choose how to report on things. Uh, but wh- where I was going with all that is, you know, once I realized uh, kind of where the the tone was going, it was like, OK, at one point I had thought maybe we could be like an official ALTTPR podcast, sort of a mouthpiece of the devs or the main tournament admins or something like that with some sort of official stance. And then I realized once you do something like that, you now half you almost can't say the negative things for fear of you know you've become an official mouthpiece of of something bigger than yourself and you don't want to damage them mm-hmm. i realized quite early on that it there's a lot more value in being independent and not being associated with uh, you know, devs or admins or anything. We're friendly with them. Fortunately, I'm very happy about that because they're good people who do good constantly. Um, but, you know, you better believe if we caught wind of, you know, someone like embezzling from the ALTTPR fund, like we would chase that down and, and cover it, you know, and, and nothing would be able to stop us from doing that. Uh, so that it's not always sunshine and roses, I guess, is what I'm all of this is building up to. And if we didn't have the ability to speak negatively or we made conscious effort not to speak negatively, I think we would miss out on an opportunity to talk about a lot that is happening and to voice our opinions and, you know, let it be known, uh, you know, how we feel about certain things. Cause I think that's a lot more fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. I, I can't recall, and maybe this is my rose colored glasses. I can't recall a single instance of you, Temp, speaking negatively towards anything <laughs> on the podcast. It's usually me or her. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't really know what to say to that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, feel, fair point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. I, I do want to go back to something you said earlier, Tim, where you were talking about, you know, when you were new to the community and when you started this podcast, you were, you know, very positive and happy about everything. And then over time, you felt like maybe you became more more cynical or something. I think maybe a better word than cynical would possibly maybe be j- jaded, more jaded. Mm, I think okay. I'll give you that. And I think that definitely also applies to me over the years. But I think for one, I think that's kind of a natural development for, you know, you could apply that to almost everything. You know, you, you start a new job, you start a new hobby, you, you know, you, you're super excited to start learning a new instrument tomorrow and you practice every day for an hour and every free second to spend with the instrument. And then a year later, maybe, you know, it kind of sits there and you pick it up maybe once a day maybe once a week, you know, it's kind of like that. I would compare it to that. So I think, yeah, people maybe become more jaded, but I I don't think it's, um, I I don't think you, you have to be, you know, more jaded or have like a harder stance or opinion on something to be a part of the community. I think being part of the community eventually leads you kind of to that. And I think a good example, for example, is if you see new players come in and almost every day they talk about, oh, man, the craziest crap just happened in my seat, man. Can you imagine that I had the book on the pedestal and it's like the most amazing, mind blowing thing to them and they're happy and excited about it and they tell everyone about it. And you're like, yeah, okay, that's like the 50th book I've seen on the pedestal. It's really not We've that. Seen it all. It's not that exciting. I'm not saying you know I'm like the rando god who knows all and sees all and has seen everything that's happening, 
But, you know, after a while, the shine kind of wears off, if you want to put it like mm -hmm. that. And I think that kind of leads you towards being maybe a little more jaded towards certain things and maybe being a little more critical of certain things or, you know, maybe even more cynical about certain things. Yeah, that's where, like, mm -hmm. I think what I meant, like the rose colored glasses, they kind of come off like. So I, I'm I'm going to I'm going to speak for you, Temp, and this is kind of where I'm I'm seeing a little bit of this come in. You started this podcast when you had the probably uh, darkest tint of the rose colored glasses on. Mm -hmm. And here we are almost, you know, basically four and a half years later where now you're, you're pretty seasoned. You've seen many a tournament. You've seen players come and go from the community, like what you would call like we'll say rando household names. People come in, they, they, and then they're gone. And then there's been people who have stayed longer because they have the ability or just the enjoyment of still playing and being a part of the community rather than doing something else with their free time. So uh, I, I think maybe that's where I, I'll, I'll be. This, this reminds me of like mm -hmm. when you get a new girlfriend or a significant other, let's use the politically correct term. You get a new significant other and like everything is great. And then you start to see everything about the person. And that's when you decide, do I really like this? Do I, or do I really like them? Do I like this hobby? Uh, you know, to compare it here with ALTTPR. And I know that's a very, I, I'm kind of stretching that a little bit, but like, it's, it's like you are excited because it's new and it's something you enjoy. And now it's like, does this stand like the test of time for me? Is this one of my long-term hobbies or is this where I kind of want to get off the bus and have I been, am I so invested in it that I, you know, can't get away from it anymore? Like, am I like trapped by my own, my own doing? Um, yeah. But I'm not saying you want a toxic relationship. If yeah. You will. Yeah. Like, yeah. or it's just kind of like, you know, uh, people, you know, people who like move in together. It's like, well, I don't have the money to move out. And then like, I'm stuck with this person and I'm, yeah. you know, you've moved in with mm -hmm. ALTTPR and you're no longer happy playing it, but you're stuck doing it. But you're not really stuck doing it. That's the thing. That's the difference with a hobby and like, you know, a, sure. a life decision. But, you know, that's why I said that comparison was a stretch. But the 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 newness, the fondness and now like, you know, we, we don't you know, we don't always speak as like excited and happy as we did. When we first got dude. when I first started playing this, I was telling all my IRL friends about it and they looked at me like I was crazy. And, I, you know, <laughs> when when someone's like so, you know, when I meet somebody <laughs> still and. <laughs> they're like, so, you know, what do you do for a hobby? Like oh, you, you said you're a Twitch streamer sometimes. And I'm like, all right, let me explain this. So like, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of roll my eyes at myself and then I explain it. And then, you know, it's, it's always nice when you do that. And someone says, that's kind of cool. And you know, you're like, okay, well, you know, they don't think I'm completely crazy. So mm -hmm. uh, that, that's, yeah. a very, that's a little more long winded, like retort to how, maybe how you're feeling. I think. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely love that. And Herf, I think everything you said was exactly right as well. It's easy to become jaded after a long time. And I think that is what we're talking about. And Dante, I absolutely love the the comparison to a relationship. It's not exactly the same, but I, I do think there's a lot of comparisons there. I mean, a lot of what you're saying is really kind of uh, striking a chord with me. And to, to kind of pick up where you left off, you know, when you do find someone and you're explaining the game, doesn't that kind of take you back to when you first discovered it and kind of give you a little jolt of that, like, sure. you know, uh, chemistry spark, if you will, where you're like, 
you know, yeah, this game is really cool. Like there's nothing else out there like it. The community is extremely welcoming, but also competitive and active. There's tons of way to get, get ways to get engaged. It's fun to watch. Uh, you know, it's easy to get into. So, yeah, I, I, I would say, you know, when when I do discover a situation where I am explaining the game to somebody, it, I do feel kind of those like initial butterflies again. Um, and yeah, I will say like other than those situations, I haven't felt that way in a, in a little while, you know, uh, to, to use that analogy. And I think we should all I think we should all honestly answer this question. Have we become jaded? And, and I'll go first. Um to use your analogy of a relationship, I feel like I'm in love with Rando, but we're maybe not like in a great relationship right Rando now. Rando don't you know? love you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Rando loves me too. Rando loves me back. And I think Rando feels the same way of like, you know, you, I, your qualities uh, amaze me every single day. And I think you're so unique and special. And I'm happy that I am tied to you. But like, damn, you piss me off, you know, like you're, you're annoying and you say things that get on my nerves, you know, like that's how I feel about Rando, I guess, like right now. Um, and, you know, just to explain, you know, like I, I, this actually worked out really well because I just right before we started this conversation revealed that I abandoned my last seed. And that was the first seed I've tried in like four weeks. So not a great way to get back in, you know, and it's it's all maybe a little concerning, you know, like I'm wondering if I need to break up with Rando a little bit. But I think what you're saying has has really reinforced the fact that I don't want to do that. I do still love this game. I want to work it. I want to work through this. I want to make it work. I want to find a way to, you know, help get this relationship back to closer to where it was when we first started it. And uh, I'm, I'm committed to that. I'm, I'm not I'm not anti ALTTPR. I'm very much still pro. And I, you know, I think that league and main tournament and a lot of other things that are planned for this year will help a lot with that. Um, but yeah, that I mean, that helps me work through a lot, honestly. Um, so I'm I'm curious to hear if you guys feel that you have become jaded since learning about this, which I know is, you know, pre podcast for both of you, but also in the course of doing this podcast, you know, do you think that you've become jaded? Yeah. Okay. I'll go first. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I feel like Easy it's enough. almost impossible not to, uh, especially with what I've got under my belt over all these years. Uh, you know, this is not to like toot my own horn or tell everyone about how much cool things I did in Rando, but you know, being a ladder admin, being a main tournament admin, being an SGL admin, doing whatever else I've already forgotten about. It's a uh, ladder. It's, it's been a lot. Uh, I think I've, I started with ladder. Oh, maybe okay. you did. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <A few. laughs> um, but, um, it, it's just, you know, you, I've, I've experienced a lot of things over the years in this community, both good and bad, be it people or decisions made by admins of whatever, or, discussions about hovering or God knows what else. And I think it will be a miracle for anyone not to be jaded. Uh, I, I definitely play into it a lot, especially on the podcast. As you said earlier, I, I like exaggerating my grumpy old man persona because that's what I've always been. But, at, you know, in all honesty, I I've said this many times on the podcast, the game itself 
doesn't really hold too much interest to me anymore. I'm here for the people. I enjoy the friends that I've made. I still enjoy watching the game, talking about it. I like staying up to date on what's happening and, you know, what the new glitches are or what things are going on. But I don't I haven't played the game in ages and I have no desire to. But I'm here for the community and for the people. And uh, I still enjoy being around everyone. So that's that's, you know, kind of my take on the whole thing. Yeah. You and you've that's that's nothing new for you. You've gone on record, you know, saying that a few times. Yeah. Um, yeah. And on that note, I do want to say uh, we have also talked about this at length a few times before. Uh, if you're newer to this podcast and you haven't checked out our backlog, we did an episode called A Love Letter to ALTTPR where we just talked in depth about the things that we love about this game and its community. Um, we also did one about uh, the best ways to explain the game to someone who's never heard of it before, um, which I think is kind of in line with this conversation. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, we are on record as saying that we love this game. If anyone has yeah. any doubts, it may have been a few episodes since we did so, but we we all we all do, you know, at one point can say for sure that we loved this game. And uh, for at least two of us, um, or I guess me, I don't know. Would you, so I guess Herf to kind of finish off, mm-hmm. would you say that you uh, love this game? That's kind of a hard question to answer for me, to be honest, because I definitely like going don't. back to the relationship analogy, you know, right, like, right. do you have like a deep, you know, like, do you, do you really feel that this game is special and want to stay connected to it in some way? Uh, Yes, but I I would maybe compare it more to like a very good platonic friend at this point. Like we've had a relationship and it was fast and furious. (laughs) Oh, baby. (laughs) Uh, Tell me more. You know, (laughs) kind of burning the candle at both ends. And then I was like, all right, you know, this isn't working out, but I really like being around you and everything you represent. So I would love for us to stay friends. And it's the only relationship where that worked for me. I love that. In some in some way or form, you know, most some people might disagree, but I think I, I have a pretty okay track record. Yeah, I think that's I think that's perfect. That, that sums it up perfectly. Dante, what what is your relationship mm-hmm. like with Rando and the relationship scale? It's it's complicated. Um, <laughs> Early <laughs> Facebook vibes. That's the Facebook status. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, I, I I have my my down days with Rando as far as like enjoyment level. Um, I, I don't, I don't know if I'm the word jaded. Jaded means I, I, uh, smooth brain me wanted to get exact definition again. So tired, bored, <laughs> lacking enthusiasm, typically have having, having had too much of something. If I'm jaded to anything, it is specifically something like open mode where the, you don't start with boots and you know, it's just, it's the same old, same old. Um, that being said, like, I think I still am like actively looking for ways for the community, whether it be the competitive side or just the general community to uh, have, have more enjoyment, have more excitement. Um, Not like fabricated, like scripted WWE excitement, but like uh, something, something just to be excited about having fun with something people can enjoy. So, you know, I've, I've like recently I've done a couple restreams and I've had a lot of fun like restreaming on my channel and like just un, uninhibitedly just talking about the race at hand, you know, not worrying about like, you know, I'm saying this is a reflection of SG or ZSR. 
So I can just talk about the race and I can get a friend to talk with me in, in the chat. Like, you know, it's a little easier to do for those mystery races because we, we all talk crap in there. Um, but it, you know, stuff like that to me is fun. Like I'm having a lot of fun with the mystery tournament right now being in that I'm having fun. Uh, you know, I, I, I've actually been wanting to play ladder again. And I say this, like I go through stints of saying this, I want to play ladder again. But the problem is every time a race fires off, it's either a mode I'm very not interested in playing or as I'm interested in, I'm about to type join something pops up like a family mm-hmm. obligation, a work obligation. So, and to me, that's more important than, you know, doing a race and do, do I selfishly want to do the race? Yeah. Like I do. Um, but I know there's other things that require attention in life. So, um, like I, I still have a, a fire for rando. Like, you know, that sounds, uh, I'm not going to say I'm rose colored glasses. Like we just started dating and I'm, you know, super nervous. I feel very seasoned instead of jaded. I think, uh, you know, when you start being in, you know, in the administrative side of anything, you, you get seasoned quickly racing council. You also get kind of seasoned. You see, you know, you see the, you don't, you hardly ever see the best of the community in, in administrative and racing council, uh, stuff like that. You, you see the worst and that that's the stuff, unfortunately that sticks with you. So you have to really think about, I think you really have to think about the positives and, and like the best of the community to stay, um, to stay happy. Uh, and to stay like enjoying it if for a lack of better phrasing. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's complicated. Like there's days where I'm just, I'm, I'm over it, <clears throat> but I know, uh, my connection to the game, um, mm-hmm. is very deep from like my childhood. Like, well, we'll, I'll just leave it at that, I guess. But like, it's, um, it's something that like, being able to play it over and over. That's the, what is that? That's the adage being mm-hmm. able to play it brand new every time. It's a brand new it's game like, every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's still, it's still got that appeal. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and not the bad appeal that, you know, Herf has to deal with every once in a while, but, uh, <laughs> sorry, God. I had, I had to make that dad joke there, but, <laughs> but yeah, like <clears throat> I still, I still like it. I still want to be a part of it as long as long as I can. Um, but I, I I've, I've, I've had to come to the point where like, I, I don't, it's hard to celebrate accomplishments, you know, because you know, as a seasoned player that it's not always a skill or a decision that won your race. Sometimes it's pure luck. Mm-hmm. And when you kind of have to think about that uh, and, you know, analyze it, it's, it's very hard to be like, look what I've done. You know, it, you know, like, I think some of the the best of us, like some of the best players know that that's the case. And that's why you don't see like, that's why you don't see like somebody like people touting around all of their like, you know, side tournament trophies and and stuff Mm. or whatever. Uh, You know, we all do it for fun. It's just cards lie where they go. That's, that's a very long winded roundabout way of saying what I think about my status with, this this relationship called rando <laughs> yeah yeah no i i think that's a, a also a really good assessment so obviously you are on a completely different skill level than myself or herf do you feel like you have a certain obligation to be involved a certain amount because of 
you know, the various, uh, you know, tournaments you've won and uh, league teams you've been a part of and whatnot? Or is it more kind of cause and effect switched around? You're just doing it a lot because you love it. I, I mean, I, I still do it a lot because I love it. Like, I would not, I, I don't care if, you know, I like if I worked for the NMG world record, okay? Like, or if I won every, la- like single-handedly won every ladder championship in a season, like, or something, you know, obviously that's not gonna happen for me, but it, it would not be something I felt an obligation to do. You know, most, most hobbies for me in my life, I've been able to come to terms with this, this was great. And now it's, it's, it's past. Um, and I'll, I'll have a, I'll be honest. I had a very big realization with that, um, this past weekend. So I, uh, I'm, I'm renting out a, my DDR machine that not, not, not step maniacs, but my actual like dance dance revolution arcade machine mm-hmm. to a local college, uh, in like about a month from now. And I had to, I was like, dude, I haven't turned this thing on in almost a year. I should probably make sure it still works. <laughs> so <laughs> I put, I put the version of the game in it that it needed and fired it up and I'm like, okay, this works. So then I got all this junk off the pad so I could hook the pad up and then play the game. And I played it and I was like, man, this kind of sucks. Like, <laughs> and I say it sucks because I've kind of migrated over to step maniacs more. And I'm, I'm very biased in the way that I said it sucks. And I say that because like, it's, it's not as fun as I remember it being. And why do, why is that? Well, because the game that I was playing, like I've gotten a perfect score on every song in the game and then not being able to instantly replicate that while playing around is a little degrading and that's that's not so much a, a game problem that's a me problem but when you get to the point of saying like you know that that time has passed like me being a ddr main as far as my dance games go like that time's passed and i i don't think i'm i mean i'm definitely not at the point where with rando i need to say all right the time with me being a part of this community as like a general whole has passed uh so yeah mm-hmm. So I think a good way to maybe kind of put a cap on this conversation to summarize my feelings and I think what I'm getting from both of my co-hosts is that this is episode 120 of this podcast. Uh, we are four and a half years into this thing. Uh, Herf and I have been here since the beginning. Dante just cleared three years, so he's no rookie either. Um, oh my and- God. I have. <laughs> Crazy, right? Uh, and... uh, that something you said about, you know, that DDR machine really hit home for me, which is that, you know, you could just say two words, it sucked, but behind those two words is years and years of experience and history and playtime and discussion and watching videos. You have earned the right to say it sucks because you have lived the life of DDR, you know? Sure. And I, and I think, I think for us, it's kind of a similar situation, you know, where we've put in a lot of time talking about this game. We're going to uncover some things that we maybe don't like, or, or things might get on our nerves, or we might have a opinion that's contrary to what other people might think. And here's another layer we haven't even talked about. Sometimes we won't do a good job articulating what we're trying to say and people will get the wrong idea. Oh, and I'm that's really a good whole at that. Yeah. <laughs> that's I'm a whole good at level. ticking people off that way. <laughs> <laughs> that we don't even have time to get into. But um, all that to say, I think we have all illustrated, we all still love this game. 
I know I do. I'm not going anywhere. Neither are my two co-hosts. Um, and, uh, you know, oh, just darn. understand that when we do come at something with a, a negative or contrary opinion, you have to give us a little benefit of the doubt that there's a lot more that we've already said that we don't want to re-say, you know, uh, you know we don't want to repeat ourselves. So, oh, um, I just yeah. thought of this, too. Yeah. So the, the DDR, the DDR reference, the game I'm pl- I, I booted up was, you know, it's DDR extreme. That's like in, in the DDR world, that's like the Super Smash Brothers melee uh, of, of it's the one that stood the test of time. Everybody knows that one. That's the one everyone uh-huh. played in the arcade because there were so many of them in in Rando in 20 years. If Rando's still going, that will be the V31 of Rando because <laughs> that's how long how long we were here. Uh, sorry, I had to do that. But like going back to it, like in current day, like I'm not playing a current version of DDR. I'm playing one from 2003 and the quality of life has really improved. That would be kind of like playing like version seven of Rando, you know, like Mm -hmm. I think you give three quarters of the community, like the current day community, that version of Rando where you only play as Link. You've got text boxes and I'm not saying V7 had this. I don't even know if V7 had this, but you have like the text boxes. You could only shuffle like the five, six crystals inside the dark world, but not send them to light world. You know, something weird like that. Um, or it was the only the, the major items that were shuffled. It wouldn't be as enjoyable. So I think we're in an era of where there's a lot of quality of life. So it makes things more enjoyable for more folks. And yeah, that that's why I thought I could say it sucked because it would be kind of like someone nowadays going and playing a really old version of Rando and going, man, that sucks. You know, so <laughs> yeah, it sort of sounded like you're for a second there. You were making another appeal for we need V32 to come out ASAP. <laughs> the, the the way that that metaphor worked from one side to another. No, but I mean, I had to. I threw that in there. I initially, like when I started talking about like the old stuff, it, and you know, mm. and then when I compared DDR Extreme to Melee and it stood the test of time, I'm like, well, V31 is going to stand the test of time. I mean, it has. I mean, it's just been it's been around for what three years. So yeah, it, it's I mean, it's working. no one's. Com- I mean, we're, we, we're obviously we will. I we always joke we want more, but like we're not really complaining that much about what mm-hmm. things, how things function right now. So there you go. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I do feel like, as I alluded to earlier, um, being on a team league again, also the big qualifiers coming out, you know, uh, for the main tournament, March 27th, looking forward to that kind of bringing everybody together so we can all play together. I think what I really need is some like prescribed rando play in a group environment, uh, because right now I don't really have any, um, what's the word? Not motivation, but uh, incentive. I don't have any incentive to stream my play uh, because I'm not racing against anybody. So I think getting back into racing, having, you know, being forced to finish out a seed, practice a little bit for one, I think will will do wonders for my, you know, weekly interest in this game to get it back up to we where need, it was. Because, yeah. We need a, a Gonus episode again. God, I hate I said that word. That, that hurt. <laughs> of, of Temp and Herf uh, playing a co-op together. 
Um, <laughs> since since neither one of you have played in a while, and just recording the audio of you two playing and talking while you play that that's that's a bonus episode we need. <laughs> well, uh, if that is something that you would like to see or hear, I guess let us know in the Discord. And uh, while you're in there, if you want to chime in on this conversation, um, obviously we covered a lot of ground here, and we've talked a lot about ourselves. I don't necessarily, you know, I'm not inviting people to come in and talk about us. If you have opinions, sure, but like I'm interested oh, to hear from each of you. <laughs> <laughs> you you question that? I, I I don't I don't think I could handle if everyone came in and started talking about us. I think I would I would cringe up and die. Um, but you know, if some people have thoughts, whatever. Uh, but no, I'm I'm more interested to hear about the community, you know, and people who have been around for a long time. Do you feel like you have become jaded? Has it been a struggle to remain a part of the community? Have there been times when you thought you should maybe hang it up? Uh, I think it's an interesting conversation. We've been around long enough that I think we can have this, you know, that that we can everyone can kind of ask themselves that if they've been in the community, you know, for two or three years. And I know a lot of us have been around even longer. So let us know uh, what your thoughts are. And with that, I think let's go ahead and wrap it up. All right. Email at no. GoModePodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> We're there again. Yay. You know, seeing your face reminded me that it's incorrect. Or, so just another reason oh that it's gosh. good that we're doing the video podcasts uh, for our recording sessions. Uh, so you can email us there. Um, we are on Twitch, YouTube. Uh, we should have restream of the Glitch Mentor Tournament finals at some point next week, like I mentioned. So be on the lookout for that. You know, check your... Uh, Twitch notifications or whatever, I guess. Um, and we're in all the places you would expect us to be. Twitter, uh, YouTube. I think I said that already. Um, shout outs. So who wants to go first for shout outs this week? Yeah, I'll go first. I have something. Uh, I've played through the most recent Yakuza game or Yakuza or whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's now called Like a Dragon, apparently. Uh, and it's called Like a Dragon Ishin, which is a, a remake of a PS3 game that came out on the PS4, but only in Japan. So they've only ever released it in Japan because it's like a, it's like all the characters from the games, but they're playing people from like the Edo period Japan. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's, the Red Dead Redemption of Yakuza. Is what yeah, so, sort of, sort of, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was good fun. Uh, you definitely notice that it, it's like an older game. They've obviously upgraded it a bit and added a little bit of quality of life and stuff. But it's it's still a lot of fun. And if you like the games, definitely big thumbs up for me. Nice. That's a good one. Um, I can jump in next. So I want to shout out a YouTube series that is extremely popular that most of you have probably heard of. Maybe you haven't checked it out in a while. But it's Epic Rap Battles of History. Are you gentlemen familiar with ERB? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Not, yeah. Yes. yeah. But it's been familiar, a long yes, time. But, yeah. So mm-hmm. they are still going strong. They just released uh, Indiana Jones versus Laura Croft a few months ago. Uh, and I mean, this series has been it started in like 2010, 2011, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this latest one is one of their best. They're still going strong. Uh, so it's exactly what it sounds like. It's two historical characters, either fictional or real, um, rap battling against each other. And they're all extremely good. No one is bad at rapping. And in fact, the writers that they have that work on the raps are, uh, I mean, you can tell the amount of time that they put into writing them. They're chock full of historical references, um, you know, 
uh, hip hop references. The beats are, are extremely good. And uh, I just I just love them. I've, I've you know, ever since I found out about them in 2012, I was obsessed with them. I mean, I got to the point where I could like, you know, rap along with them in my car if I was driving somewhere um, <laughs> like I was wow. really into them. Now I'm more of a casual fan, but I would say every so often I just uh, get in a mood where I just go to YouTube and I just watch a bunch of them. And I, I still have a lot of them memorized, honestly. Uh, and uh, some of them are a little blue. Uh, definitely, um, you know, have to give the explicit content warning. Some of them are, are downright like offensive, honestly. Uh, but, you know, they are really, really funny. There's no denying that. And really well done, really high production quality. So for the two of you who haven't heard of it before, or those of you who maybe knew about it and hadn't checked it out in a long time, that's Epic Rap Battles of History, which is all on YouTube. All right. Well, I, me and my exciting life over the last two weeks of being really busy with work. Um, I have a dumb shout out and then I have a vague shout out and the vague shout outs for motivation. So um, the, the, the dumb shout out is the, my highlight of the last two weeks is I bought a ceiling fan and put it in my office, which if this recording sounds like trash from my end, sorry, temp, because I've got the fan going. So it's not 85 <laughs> degrees in my room with the door listen, closed. So the, I don't have to listen test- the test, I know the test was good, it was but, great. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I had to do something because without the ceiling fan going, it was like murder in here. Anytime I wanted to stream or do anything and have to close my door. So like, you know, my kid doesn't like just barge in, you know, on, on camera or, or something yeah. uh, like, like she does all the time when I'm playing dance games, which is funny. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's, that's my dumb actual shout out. So I'm working on a little project Um, and I, have kind of like hinted at it with, with temp and Herf and a couple other folks. So, uh, I'd say stay tuned and maybe we'll, we'll, uh, get that going here in the next, we'll say few weeks. That's my vague shout out. And that way, since I'm saying it, you kind of have to just go ahead and do it. So there you go. This is the ALTTPR related thing that you were telling us about before the recording, right? Uh, somewhat. Yes. Somewhat. Yes. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Stay tuned for that. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. All right. Well, that takes us to the end of this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. We will, of course, be back in another couple weeks with another episode for you. Before we go, I just want to say Dante, Herf, love you boys. Aww. You're the best. I love I, you boys too. I appreciate you and uh, our conversation time, and uh, I look forward to it. And uh, hopefully, you will look forward to the next one in two weeks. So let's go ahead and mirror out. <laughs>